Yo, we got your back when you driving to work or driving home. If you on a plane or you at the gym or you home alone, all you gotta do to listen to the show turn on your phone. Two ugly nerds podcast, tell you what's going on. This is the podcast. Eric is ugly and would not judge anybody else. There's no other insult. When did you learn that you were a two ugly nerds podcast? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the two ugly nerds podcast. Niggas from the black nerd community. It's the guys, Derek the podcast guy, in Bizarre Music, audio engineer slash super producer, the father, dad himself, Geronimo, Mr. Nintendo, our resident pro streamer. Yes, sir. What's going on, guys? This is episode 156. 156. So when you guys hear this, you'll have two episodes hit you on one day. And then you'll have this one again. You're just you're gonna have a lot to get through this week uh by the time you've heard this one or maybe you started with this one which means you need to go back to the other two i don't know you guys figure it out but today today i have a question for y'all because y'all have watched some of the new series um our intro topic is just atlanta the show uh you know obviously like we're pretty excited for it to come back i haven't had a chance to sit down and uh and watch it yet Uh, i might even just let it build up and then catch up at the end and stream it through. I don't know, but um, it's a good there's idea. A, there's a there's a good discussion going around. I say a good discussion. There's an interesting discussion going around right now about is the show Atlanta Atlanta enough? No. Now what are they now what are they trying to say? What are they trying to equate as being Atlanta? I've heard different. I've heard different opinions on it. For some people, they feel like it doesn't. It just doesn't showcase the city enough. Some people feel like it's not hood enough. I think some people are just mad. It's not. I think I snowfall think, where niggas is getting shot at. Here, so. I think people are okay. So the so are these people are asking this that are watching the show. Yeah, that, I mean that, or they seem to be. Yeah, they seem to be people okay. that watch the show, you know, and they might it might be a good show, but they don't think it's Atlanta enough. I, I, that's why I said I've seen a, a an array of different opinions. Some people feel like um, they like the show, but they just don't think it's Atlanta enough to be named Atlanta. Uh, so, like that's that's they're like that's a good show. I like it, but I don't think it's Atlanta enough. Some people are just like, nah, it's not Atlanta enough. I hate it. Some people think it's not hood enough. Some people think it's not this enough. Some people think it's not showcasing enough of whatever. It's a bunch of different stuff that people are kind of surrounding the show with. I mean, the general consensus seems to still be that people like Atlanta. People like the show. People are mm-hmm. enjoying it. That seems to be this, the, the main general consensus. But I've seen the narrative of it creeping up. Um, I say creeping up a lot. Like It's a pretty big back and forth people I've seen having, you know, in the mm-hmm. Twitter spaces, you know, stuff like that. Um, I haven't really looked on Reddit, but I'm sure it's probably happening there, too. People, Some people are starting to voice that they feel like the show Atlanta is not Atlanta enough. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if by any metric do you guys think that's the case. I mean, if, if if they're talking about that kind of surface level, you know, Atlanta culture, or they're either, either they're going to equate it as black culture here in Atlanta, or just Atlanta culture in general, then probably not. No, um, but I don't think the show is really trying to be like, oh, this is this is Atlanta in a nutshell. But in these different situations, I don't, I don't think it's yeah. that case. I, I think, <clears throat> and it's actually funny you asked that because I yeah I had my whole little going deeper into the show as a whole of rewatching certain episodes. Um, 
I think it's just really named that because well, one Donald Glover and, and his brother Steve Glover, they're, they're from you know East they're Atlanta. From, yeah. And and two, I'm aware of that. <clears throat> and then two, um, like overall, the show, you know, the, the land Atlanta, as far as like the city itself, it breeds breeds a lot of the more recent uh, rappers and music artists, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I would think that's what a lot of people, especially folks that's not even from Atlanta, they might be thinking that, like, oh, when I think Atlanta, I think rappers, you know, I think Migos, you know, blah, 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 21 Savage, blah, 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 2 Chains, whoever. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think it just really started out as, like, more local things here in Atlanta and not necessarily saying, oh, hey, look, that's Bankhead or, oh, look, that's, you know, the Cater or anything like that. But it's just specific, certain, certain things specific things um man as far as like straight being atlanta is what a lot of pe- people are saying you know they will equate to atlanta no that's that's for for on purpose that's what i would say honestly the <laughs> only attachment to atlanta it has or it had for me was the fact that the show took place in atlanta beyond that i mean there's all sorts of wacky shit there's wacky stuff that would never happen in real life <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's certain things that can like, oh, man, there is such a good question. Okay, so I don't want to go too deep into it. But yesterday I stumbled upon a video that was talking about um, uh, just the show and like an announcement of the show and the in the term and kind of a a movement called Afro surrealism. And where that comes into place, apparently, um, just from that video and a couple of things I looked up. So surrealism is kind of like this kind of feeling of like taking regular everyday lives and seeing the nonsensical absurdity of it and to where like you make you can make certain like com- connections or comparisons of like <clears throat> different interactions different people or different things just seem out of place or off-putting or just not rooted in this reality but at the same time it is because it's like things we kind of can relate to so like with Atlanta and, and where Afro surrealism comes in is it's more so like <clears throat> the absurdity of seeing things through us and, you know, just bl- in the bl- not just black community, but like, I guess, people of color and other marginalized communities as well. And kind of viewing the absurdity of, of that situation, but making it re- somewhat relatable. I think that's where the term comes into play. So if like Atlanta, there's like stuff for like from the first season where like uh Don Glover's character earns on the bus with his his young daughter. And there's like, a, it's supposed to be like a Mart bus, basically. And um, this dude's just on, he just makes a sandwich, like, bite this sandwich. And it's like, the fuck? <laughs> or like um, when they're coming out of that club, I think it's the season one as well. They're coming out of the club and there was like a, um, there's a car that drove, it was an invisible car someone drove through and he ran a bunch of people over and that clip went viral in the universe of the show. But just like, that doesn't make sense, right? But when you go to a lot of like clubs, especially just us black folks, like certain clubs at night, you might see some crazy shit like that pop up and just be like, damn, so that's crazy. And, you know, keep it moving or something like that. So it's interesting. There's, there's more layers to it that I think would extend this podcast overall. But the question, I think, that is this Atlanta enough? It kind of segues into it pretty well. I can understand why people would say like, you know, like based like this season right now, you know, it doesn't even take place in Atlanta. You know? Exactly. Right. So I can see why people like right now would probably feel like, you know, it's kind of apart from its name. But yeah. The people are from Atlanta. 
I mean, it's or, like, or, or, and, or the characters are from Atlanta. Let me say that. The, yeah. the, the characters are from Atlanta. Like it follows, you know, the the coming up of like a you know paperboy rap artist, mm, you know, yeah. and you know that that happens. Like a lot of the younger or just rappers in general, once they start making it big and they get more worldwide exposure, you know, they do the, the Europe the Europe tour. Right. So that's really what this season's supposed to be. It's the Europe tour, but it still has that level of like weirdness and like a, a sense of like this this reality is weird as fuck. <clears throat> but from the from the lens of black folks, like in episode two, and I'm in Ian. I know we, you know, you saw that one first. They're in they're in Netherlands, so you know, it's first thing in Netherlands, or you know, all that's oh, free weed, and, you know, the beer and blah blah blah, things like that. Um, but at the end, of the, there's they they show this like this this holiday there called Sinterklaas or whatever. <laughs> Which is a real thing, and I'm like, yo, they're getting away. That's wild, much. bro. They're getting away of too much over there. That's so wild. That's real. It is weird. It's weird. It's real. It's like a um, it's like a type of a holiday thing, but it's where the people like dressing like what's like a blackface, and it, it's it's claimed to be founded upon a child falling through a chimney and having yeah. a face. Yeah, Black, blackened by the chimney the, the, smoke. Yeah, the chimney smoke, and it's like facts. Do facts? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, yo, whatever they say, bro. What are we going? To, what are we going to go to war with the Netherlands? Netherlands? Yeah. Why would anyone do that? We got better weed than them now. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine. But whatever. it's just it's just off putting because it's like that was the first thing they saw. Like, what was he earning a earning a yeah. out? Oh, that's the first thing they saw when they got there. Well, it's not the first thing they saw, but it was just something they saw when they're walking mm. on the street. Oh, it was because uh, Al got Al got arrested probably from of some shenanigans the night before. You know, you know, part. It was, it was a party. I'll say it was a party after the, the the show that they were doing there, and Ern was dealing with a couple of things. She was dealing with a fan actually flying in on her own, her own volition, which her dynamic in the shows is interesting. Uh, and then Ern was also trying to find the the laptop that had all the music on it. It was like elsewhere it just he was like what the fuck and he had to hit, get um al out of jail and they made the whole joke of like european jails are like way different than ours because ours is just another business in america and theirs are like they're humane yeah, and they're like they're living is clean yeah. yeah and then the dude was like oh like uh what you what you like anything sir like a, a drink He's like, yeah, you got coke. <laughs> yeah, let me get some ass face. He was like, oh yes, right away, sir. Thank you. And I was like, what the fuck, all this polite bullshit. But um, but yeah, Santa Claus. It's like they dress, yeah, like Ian said, they dress people up in like Santa Claus esque type attire, where it's like red and white with the big ass flowing white beard. But then you have like kids dressed up with the black face, and other people dressed up in the black face, and it's just and the red lips. Like the first time they saw it, they're just like. It's like, yo, what's up with that baby? And they're like, oh, it's Santa Claus. And it's like, I don't know what kind of, if y'all just didn't get the whole blackface menstrual stuff, it's bad, but that's different. And they kind of just take it as that. So it's just like, I don't know. London, the episode three was funny too. They, uh, they're in London. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to catch up, man. I'm going to catch up. I'm going I'm to I'm get myself back into it so I can be on the, the weekly watch schedule mm-hmm. so it's easier to to uh, to keep up. But yeah, I need to 
and catch up on it. I think catch up on Abbott Elementary too. Yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube. I'm gonna start watching that actually. That's it's really I am since I am opening the Hulu app. I, yeah. I might as well watch it. It's right yeah, there. It's it's, it's, it's worth it. Show man, it is worth yeah. it, man. It is it is great. It's great. It contains shout like, out to Philly, man. Came to Brunson, oh, it's, man. It's supposed to be yeah, in Philly. Quinta, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Take yeah. You know, we needed we need another one, man. We needed one. We needed one that we could be a little more proud of than It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, even though that's a really funny show, too. But that show is hilarious. But it contains it contains some of my favorite people, man. Uh, Quinta and everybody still hates Chris. Yeah. Oh, um, everybody hates Chris. I, I think it's, it's like James Williams. Yeah, it's yeah, think he's funny, man. <laughs> now, who are you referencing, Ian? <laughs> Yo, it took me a second. I thought he just said the name wrong, and I was gonna. I was like, I knew what he was doing. Oh, I just kind of skimmed right past, and I was there like, no, no, right, no. I caught, <laughs> I caught it. All right, all right, man. This nigga Ian is an idiot. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man. All right, but cool, cool, cool. So everybody need to be watching Abbott Elementary and Atlanta on Hulu. On Hulu. Um, I guess I guess for those the listeners that are confused too, because it's been a while. We've had like four or five years since season two. So I think a lot oh, of yeah. time been forgotten. Like at the end of that season, they were going on a flight to go to Europe for their for Paperboys Europe tour. So yeah, I think it's just a mixture of that. It's been a long time and just kind of the whiplash of this black culture in Europe. It's just black culture in reaction to Europeans. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Right. This, yeah. Um, but yeah, watch that. And we'll start watching Avenue Elementary. Fact. Fact. All right, man. Cool, man. Let's get this. Let's get into the pod for real. Uh, it's time for technically, technically, technically speaking, not sponsored by Apple this time. Uh, for once, this time. For once, yeah. Uh, though this, I guess you could. Uh, not nah, we're not gonna do that. Probably it's not sponsored by Apple. I said. Uh, so, um, are any of you interested in? A U.S. digital dollar. No. No. Because um, what's his name? Stephen Lynch, a Congress representative, proposed a uh, secretary of tre- proposed to the Secretary of Treasury an electronic currency and secure hardware uh, act, also known as eCash Act, which is a uh, convenient. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you know, they come up with, these, with, with those yeah, things first, and then they'd be like, "What?" Can yeah, you they, yeah. Let's let's throw some letters in there, and then make make it make sense with with the words. <laughs> Electronic currency and secure hardware act. Uh, emphasis on the secure hardware. Ah, we'll see. It's what it's gonna hack that day one. That's the thing about your it. Your digital dollar is gonna be cleared out right after that's... you transfer your bank account to it. You done so. <laughs> yeah. And the government gonna yeah. say sorry, you're poor now. Whoops! It's 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 just a weird thing. Yeah, I'll, weird. I'll just continue uh, anyway. Uh, it would essentially be a digital version of the U.S. dollar, though one might quite say, you know, well, "What is a you know credit card or a yeah. debit card? What is that?" Ready that. That's, that's, that's most that people right. don't even see their paychecks in cash. In cash, most people yeah. get a direct deposit and. Mm-hmm. They spend all their money on their card. And unless there's something that forces them to go get cash out to give to someone or pay something directly or whatever, most people never see cash. 
Haircuts. Mm-hmm. That's only that's the only time I see cash. Haircuts. Your barber don't got cash app or Zelle or something. He does, but I'm kind of traditional. Okay, I feel it's you. The, so it's kind of the it's so kind of choice, though, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, my barber does. Your uh, barber have an iPhone? No, actually, I don't know if he does. No, I don't think he does. Oh, never mind. Then. I need to double check because Apple definitely uh is starting a new uh, terminal thing on the on the phone itself. Mm. Proud about that either. You know how many people accepting Apple Pay for businesses and shit. Well, that too. Yeah, you can do that as well. Got to Apple Pay, Google Pay, NFC based terminal situation. Mm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is not about Apple, as I said. But you made it about Apple. Still, always Uh, comes back to Apple. (laughs) According to The Verge, quoting sources close to the matter. Uh, the eCash Act would require the Secretary of Treasury to establish a program called the Electronic Currency Innovation Program, ECIP. Mm. It would oversee a series of pilot programs that, uh, uh, for what the bill dubs eCash, Treasury Department's issued legal tender that can be used without private intermediaries like banks and credit cards. See, that's the part that I'm confused about. Who stores it? I guess you store it. You, you, uh, no, they uh, store it. They store it for you. Yeah. And so, so now they're going to know exactly, they're going to know that they're going to know, they're going to be able to track exactly every dollar and where it's being direct deposited to. Well, see, that's, that's not the case for this. Like for like Bitcoin and whatnot, there's like a digital ledger and all the rest of it. You can like keep track of transactions and so forth where this one it seems like overall they're trying to protect your anonymity as far as purchasing and, and whatnot goes so there wouldn't be any tracking involved beyond what you would do on your own essentially like the digital like a like a physical dollar you, you take a, you take that physical dollar you buy a piece of candy from the gas station nobody's going to know that but you Technically, well, I mean, but that dollar, with, with if it's a real cash. dollar, still has federal numbers on it that can be tracked to be to yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, you're right. The, the, the government won't be able to know that it was exactly me who handed that dollar to that gas station. Yeah. But if they wanted to know where that dollar was at some point, technically, they could track it to somewhere when it gets tilled up. You know, what I mean, they it, it, it could. It would be a lot of extra work. But, you yeah. know, what I mean? like I was saying, they could do it. So th- this is we I don't know it's weird it also seems like a way that they can kind of get out from some of their reliance on banks and yeah that's credit card that's kind of where I'm leaning towards it as well because it it states here that um, a part of the trials would involve uh, uh, where is it mail transfers also could require additional validation by central government systems or payment process companies although. Uh, where is it? SIM cards it would involve SIM cards and uh, physical cards, where you would store the cash. Hmm. So it's the same thing. They just want to replace them all, and then you, they can, Basically even though the physical card, sure, the they SIM don't card. know you're spending whatever, but they're going to be able to watch and see everything if you. That's the thing. How 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 much how much of a visual do does the government have on all of it? They're developing it. It's them. Yeah, they have they all. Can, they control. Assume, the floor, I don't even know why you'd assume any different. Exactly. So that's 
it's it's just a weird it's basically it seems like they're just trying to make it so that yeah they 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 cut out the middleman which would, would be a bank and they would control you know the money, loans the money to and fro and all the rest of basically the federal bank they would have to force this on us because no one trusts the government even white people don't trust the yeah. government enough to to be cool with this so like it's not it's a non-starter is- it's, it's a non-starter it's, it's it's he said some shit it just sounds it sounds like corruption even if it's not even if that's not his intention it just sounds corrupt it will it, it's, so it, it's it will get it there will like this is the most obvious sure. this will be corrupted thing in the world yeah like you don't need any sort of degree, you just read this and go, okay, this, this is This only makes cryptocurrency more attractive. Yes, it makes it look better. It does like, actually, yeah, for once, my Give all my money to you or give or put my money, take my chances over here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just be yeah. at this point, we awesome. might need to start hoarding physical cash again. Back to the old, gonna days. End up having, the old days. Yeah. That's going to end up having way more value. About to have mattresses just for for holding money in. I didn't think oh. about that. That's crazy that a physical dollar may actually have more value than than what a digital will because digital will because oh nobody rare. can spend money today because we had a crash in our system. Especially right. If they stop circulating the physical dollar in the event that this actually gets through, which is what they will do to try to force it. On Unless us. they have their own proprietary um, hardware and software that they've run their own servers to run all this stuff on, but then. It'd probably just be some form of Linux, if anything. Yeah, I can't see anything. We know, know what they'll do. Oh, come bring Definitely your cash over that. here. We'll give you, you, you bring us your cash. We, you know, give us $500 in cash and we'll give you $550 in digital dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and a bunch of people will run and give them cash. Yep. Yeah, that point, that 0.5% or something. And who will regulate where it goes because everybody, it's not, it won't only be the government. It'll be other people also knowing the, the importance of Hoarding cash. So, oh, okay. Well, this company over here, oh, they're giving you five fifty. We'll give you six. You bring us this. We'll give you a little extra. We'll give you. We'll give you that. We'll give you double your money to give it to bring that cash to us right now in digital dollars, because they don't that digital dollar shit. This is a phase. We need to phase y'all through this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, y'all do that. We'll hold the cash, and then. When this shit keeps fucking up and y'all get upset and want something else, but you have no options, you're going to want cash. And guess what? That dollar is worth $100 now. <laughs> like that physical dollar is, is, yeah, it's still a dollar bill, but it's worth more now because nobody has any cash. Like there's balance. There's at least some balance right now. Yeah. When it comes you know to what that. I mean? There's some of it. Like, all right, you, you want to, yeah, yeah, I got I got shit on auto pay, but if I take all my money out of the bank, you you can keep trying to charge it. It won't go through, right? Like I have the cash now in my possession. I have that option. If you take that option away, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't like the system, and I don't I don't yeah, I don't like um, it. Yeah, uh, not a fan. Just yeah. a big note for me. Might do like my 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 ancestor just keep that mattress on a lot. Yeah. We have to do. <laughs> keep the mattress on a lot. Yeah, man. Th- start throwing a start throwing a couple of bills in, in, in the in the safe or something. And mm-hmm. you know, do what you gotta do, stack a couple bills up. And if this oh, is but, something that really goes for it, I don't think it will, because I just don't think they could get enough support no, for this from I don't people. think so either. 
not a resounding support to pass it now. Yeah, they, they, they'd have to put in some sort of crazy incentive for people to, to believe that this is a good thing for them. And they probably will, to be fair. Like, they probably would put some shit in there that makes it seem like this will be a benefit for everybody. But really, it will only benefit them. It's, yeah, it's not worth it, man. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Did you have any other Apple news to tell us about it? That uh, wasn't Apple news, but uh, Schlag definitely just dropped. Uh, they finally dropped their um, Deadbolt lock that uh, works with uh, Apple Apple Wallet's key thing, mm-hmm. key card thing. So that's out. It's the first one. How much is it? I think it's like two fifty. Oh, that's not bad. I was just getting some stupid price. Like 600 or something. Oh, it's like 300. That's still not that bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't need it. I won't get it, but yeah. that's not bad. It's not as bad as I was thinking it would be. That's what's up. There you go. We still got some Apple news out of Ian. Still got some Apple Hey! Not sponsored, though. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Let's get into console T. The console T. Oh, my shit's still hot. Console consultant. The console consulting. Facts. Oh, damn. That's now I got another tab from Gerard. Damn, that's good as you can't let that shit fly outside this episode. No, no, no. It's called the console consulting. It's too good. Console consulting, like finagly, sounds good. Yeah. But um, all right, cool. So three main things happened this week. Uh, I'll just kind of go into levels of things to talk about, I guess. Um, but we heard from one of the God, was name? one of the dudes on Twitter. I think he just is, is well known and writes for certain sites in the gaming commu- uh, industry. But they pretty much spilled the tea that um, E3 2022 is canceled. It is actually canceled. Um, there will be no physical, no physical or digital show. At all, so um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm 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 actually kind of glad because just I, I just feel like E3 as it existed has overstayed. It's it's not say it's welcome. That's not the right way to put it. I just think it, it's it's not quite as needed or relevant. We have all these digital shows. It doesn't yeah. slap the way. It, does, it, it doesn't. It don't, it don't hit like it did when we were like when this was the ago. only thing we could. When, when it was the only way they could really get us information, it definitely was like, but we used to gather up together, bro. Like E3 night, even if we weren't in the same place, niggas was on a message board. Niggas was in a live tweeting, posting, live tweeting, we're texting each mm-hmm. other. Yo, did you see? Like it, it was the, it was one of the biggest things because it forced yeah. everybody to come in, but then it just kind of, yeah, it, it didn't progress with it. They've still kept doing these just over, over overproduced performances, yeah, yeah. like the extra shit. Green Day like, performs along the set of. I'm like, oh, yo, geez. this isn't. I don't care. It, yo, we are here to hear to look at game trailers, right? And like, I think that's awesome, what we're here for. Yeah, if we were there, we want to see hardware and game trailers. Like, yeah. even if I was there, I won't. I'm not here to watch the Green Day concert. I don't want to see Usher mm-hmm. or Jason Derulo. I want to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Ubisoft was so bad. They will have an artist there like every year showcasing Just Dance. Like we were surprised a new Just Dance like, is coming that year. Like, fam. Like, like I get it having like an artist come up there and help announce the game. Cool, but. 
fuck, bro. A whole prof- like no, no, I don't. Yeah. No one wants to see this nigga perform. We're here to we're here to learn about fucking games, and they turned. They thought they were like the fucking Oscars. It's funny because you say it's funny you say all that, and I agree. Uh, now I'll I'll, I'll kind of lead into this now as well. Um, immediately after this announcement on Twitter, Jeff Keeley, as we know, guy runs the, the Summer Gaming Fest and the Game Awards. Well, now the Summer Gaming Fest. He started two years ago. Um, he just felt he just tweeted like a winky face emoji, which is like the most petty shit I've seen him do. And everyone knew what he was talking about because it was within the same hour or so the news broke. Mm-hmm. And. And and following that, he said, "Join us this June for Summer Game Fest." <laughs> Excited to share. Yeah, and right. it's just like it, it's funny to me because he used to be really big. He used to be one of the big like presenting dudes for E3 and stuff like that. But then yeah. they had a split. I can't. I don't know the whole specifics. But long story short, he, he just <laughs> said, "I'm not coming back one year." This was like three, four years ago. And then uh, this when he started the Summer Game Fest, pretty much. Uh, Pan, you know, 2020 when pandemic started, and and overall that that shit kind of sucks. Uh, for the like, it, it kind of sucks, and it, it 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 has some of the same things we complained about. Where like, at least the game awards does. I think the game fest doesn't have this, of like celebrities coming out and like doing random performances, and yeah, eh. I I think for game awards a little more uh, it fits a little better. Yeah, because they have yeah, like an award like, show, so you expect a little more. Yeah. of that and it's normally a little bit more on brand though they're like you know yeah. it's people performing you know like me like the arcane music. stuff and yeah cuphead yeah that makes sense yeah uh but yeah so yeah so apparently the, the summer game fest will happen in in the month of, of june and it will he's gonna slate this as the de facto replacement and uh seem the word on the internet streets as well is that uh apparently they none of the main game publishers wanted to work with the ESAS, the company that runs E3, because uh, they just don't think they're competent. <laughs> they just don't think they're competent. Uh, and, and, and Jeff Healy over competent. here. And they, yeah, they're have probably a, charging a ridiculous amount of money to... Yeah, that's what that's they don't have the company. That's what that means. And, yeah, and it's like, yo, you don't... Like, you, you know we can do this ourselves, right? Like You actually need us now. <laughs> yeah, literally. You need to start working. And, and, and it's because they built up this that ego of, no, we're E3. Everybody expects an E3. And because nobody wants to miss out on E3. And, and then the, all the company, I mean, they should like, I think Draw, you had a tweet uh, like this or something about, like, uh, if everybody had just followed Nintendo uh, years oh, ago. Yeah. Like, because Dude, Nintendo's been, been doing done. this. Once once people started looking and going, yo, hold on. you telling me I can set up Tony and and people just and people are into that. Like people just watch us do a little presentation, and that's it. They just want to see the games and the trailers, and we can have whoever we pick to present it. And they can and save their millions of dollars that they devote to E3 every year for marketing. I'm paying for you for this. what? Or R and D for I'm that? Doing, and and you think and like just imagine how much it costs to book a just a a a booth and a stage and everything at E3. Mm-hmm. Then. Um, oh, that's not cheap apparently. Then whatever you're putting into that production, because now you now you've paid all this money, you want it to be this high level production. So you got these bands and orchestras and all this stupid shit up here that nobody really cares to see. Mm-hmm. There's an audience that people may want to see that, and there's a time we may want to see something like that that could be cool. But is that right here where we we're tuned in because we care about games? But for three hours before the next conference, where we're just watching random bullshit like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we care about game, and they turned it into this big production and this big thing for E3s, like what six days, five days? Like, 
You think, yeah, it became it was originally three, then became four days. Yeah, yeah. Of presentations. Of presentations. Uh, and but then there's more the show floor is like three days. And yeah. it, it, it just it just became extra. Before. They they yeah. got too big for the bridges and the company started all realizing, yo, we can do this ourselves. Don't get me. And they started having to rely on just a couple game developers that are independent out there that they go, okay, well, yeah, this might be still a good place. I can showcase this or that. But because maybe the game developers want to say, but if I'm Sony, Microsoft, Microsoft is just being loyal. But if I'm Sony, Mike, and Microsoft, yeah, Sony. That's, you know, a stupid amount of money, Sony is looking at their bottom line like, this is a waste of our money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They it's a waste it of our out. money. We're sm- and especially and we're at the top right now. Mm-hmm. And we just said, I think it was last week, we were talking about uh, Game Pass. And, you know, part of the reason they're giving away free games is because they need to an extra draw to pull you in over there. There's I mean, nothing wrong with that, but that's why that happens. Sony's not going to just start giving away their, their first party games day yeah. one on PlayStation Plus Premium or whatever. Just because why would I? Everybody's already here. We're playing good games. I don't know. If you want to play this game, buy it. Yeah, Microsoft, they Microsoft out, needs man. another a draw. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. It's just they what it is. Conference. They, they, they showcased it at E3, but they held it somewhere else. That was, yep. yep. That was like, the year that that they, that was after that year, they, they just did it on their own. Yeah, I think it was the 20, I think it was 2019 year. That's when, yeah. I think it was I think so. Yeah, because they had the, the they it was the one where they had the people moving around, and to us was like, what the fuck are they doing? Yes, but I'm sure the people there it was a neat immersive. Yeah, was that 2019? I think it was. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was. They're moving around this God of War set. I think it yeah, was, was or something it? like that. They they're did going from section they, to section, and it was just like it did. It did a Ghost of Tsushima, Last really of Us stupid. two. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I feel like they did a couple of games. Maybe one. Well, no, I don't think it was God of War because God of War Wasn't came God out of War? in 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. They that was the last sta- traditional stage one they did. Yeah, that was 2018 because I remember they opened it up with that huge or- uh, orchestra. Which, right. Yeah. At first, I was like, "All right, I want to." Me being cynical, all right, that's cool, but I want to see the games. But looking back, it was pretty cool. It was, and that's what I'm saying. But you see how that was cool in a moment, and then the next year they go and do this, yeah, three different sets where we got the whole. Crowd moving from here to here, and we just have to sit there and sit watch there it. and watch it. The scene just like, poor audio quality, and yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was just like, what is happening? But also, if I should have never them, streamed it, if, but also if I had to pay them a million dollars to buy this booth at this big event, shit, bro. I'm yeah, I'm about to produce some crazy shit. We doing a lot of shit. Yeah, give me three sets. We going. We we don't do something crazy because we we spent a bunch of money to even be here. Then we get there and we go online and we just getting shit on because the at home experience is terrible. And it's like, yo, all right, you know what? We don't need to do this anymore. I'm glad. I'm so glad. So glad. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, well, you just, I don't know if you got there, but they did say that it might come back in 2023. They're saying, honestly, bro, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're saying that just to keep the door open of like, hey, we're going to get our shit together. But I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, they said it reinvigorated and they're going to. They, yeah. I, I want to. I would. All, all nice, cute buzzwords. I would be interested to see what they come back and how they rebalance this out and just be humbled a little bit. But oh, they clearly no. got too big for their bridges. Yeah, the only way I can see them doing this, in my opinion, and I think it, uh, it depends on how this year, the Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest for just June is going to be. Because when they first tried that, uh, 
in 2020, it was very disorganized. You could tell it was like a, almost like, oh, I just want to have gaming stuff still being celebrated. It was like a last minute thing. So they said it was going to spin the whole summer, but then it just it, it, it just kept going up until some part of last year, some big nebulous, like, oh, yeah, anytime a game announcement or a console thing is shown, it's like, oh, yeah, tune into this. And they're like retweeting. It's like, what are you doing? You're just a glorified Twitter account retweeting stuff at this point. Um, but yeah, they say they're going to focus, have it more focused this year. And I think if it's actually like solid this year within just like a week or something in June, maybe the ESA can get smart and just copy their homework and do their own digital event. If they want to just do that. Now, if they want to try and do fiscal, I mean, good fucking luck, man. Like Nintendo been gone. Sony at that point would be like, I'm what? Five, four, five, four gone, four years of not yeah. doing traditional presentation stuff anymore. Yeah. Only one like it would be Xbox, but like you said, they just doing it off of just you know that's just I don't know. They, they, Microsoft's a business, so whatever. Yeah, they just oh yeah, keep going to E three. That's what we do. We got a budget for that. Go keep going. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just the thing. It's just yeah. another marketing opportunity. So whatever. But mm-hmm. if they realize no one else is going, it was terrible. And if they mm-hmm. realize that n- literally, okay, this is pointless for us to be at now. I mean, mm-hmm. I I do get it from one point because now if you go to E three. Yeah, Microsoft is going to be the the main draw because they're the only ones there. You know what I mean? Right. But at some right. point, you know, it and goes, even and there's not a knock to like the other people that the Devolver, whoever else shows up. Like, oh yeah, those are I mean, cool they, too. But yeah. as far as the big boys go, if Microsoft's the only one there, fam, we're gonna tune in for the hour they're on stage, watch that shit, and then we're not watching anything else about E3. Yep, we're not. I should honestly, I should have last year. Looking back, the Capcom show was trash. The Square Enix stuff was trash. I also have Guardians and like I guess the Life is Strange game, but you know, that's for you know was Guardians announced at E3? It was. It was part oh. it was it was just, it was the only thing that stuck out to me from the Square yeah. Enix show. Everything else was yeah. mid to why aren't they showing more? Because they said like they did the whole gameplay of the well not a whole, but they did like the first sections of the quarantine zone. Oh uh, yeah. I remember that. And I, well they showed that and they showed when they first landed on the planet where um the buff blue chick was at. Not she's not blue. The the buff alien chick that had the monster. It was like the second plant. Oh, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Yeah, um, Lady Hellbender. Yeah. Yes, Lady Hellbender. That planet, and they're on like those tall, like mushroom type mm-hmm. platforms. So they showed those two gameplays, and it, I think it had promise. But other than that, trash. Capcom's waste of time. There's not even any mar- many monster hunter things there. It was just trash. Yeah. Yeah, it was really just Nintendo and Xbox show. Yeah, it was just it was trash. But yeah, um, there was no EA is not going to have anything either. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it's good because the the old E3 that you know when I was a kid was like, oh man, I'd love to go to E3. That's been gone for ages since I would say around the time we all finished up with college. I would say since around then, that's when it's become yeah. how it is now, kind of whack. And just show me the news, and that's it. Um. Yeah, just uh, Jeff Keighley better have a good show because if his show is just more of the same, just very long, some commercials here and there, and then a bunch of fluff in the middle, then the the, the problem isn't fully solved, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's net positive. Right. Uh, but yeah, but next on console T, um, so Nintendo put out a video earlier this week. About the release release timing update for the sequel, The Breath of the Wild, and basically just say what I've been saying for for I think since last year for almost a year now. Um, they delayed it from 2022 to spring 2023. 
And they just said, you know, oh, we want to focus on, you know, they had Onuma up there, the guy who does all the big Zelda games. He pretty much was like, yeah, you know, we're doing this because we want we want this game to be special. We want to have the proper, you know, development time and just give us a little more. And they showed like a they showed some clips from the teaser they showed last year at E3, and they showed a few seconds of new footage, which is, I, I've been seeing some theories online about it. Basically, what they all showed. It was like Lincoln, like he had the longer hair and like the clothes were different. He kind of turned around. We got this and we sought to see the Master Sword, which has been destroyed. Destroyed or corrupted or something. Yeah, both. Yeah, I think it's both. It got corrupted. And thus, I, that's what I think. I think it got corrupted and destroyed. Um, so it's just like a, it's like a little basic blade cut down to here, which All is interesting. Work. All that hard work. Yeah. I'm never, I don't think the, yeah, I don't think the Master Sword's ever been destroyed like that in any other game. Um, so there's people thinking not to go too deep in the theories, but there's some people thinking, oh, he might be like the the original, um, uh, the the original hero character or whatever that they talk about. Because I think in the gen- in the general Zelda timeline, there's this uh, there's this kind of belief that like this Breath of the Wild is actually the tail end of all the timelines because like there's a three split timeline. Um, they all come from like Orkney of Time, basically. Um, but yeah, so they they all converge here apparently. So people are thinking it might be the character that was referenced in other games. Um, but yeah, I think I, I I've always had in my mind ever since seeing the teaser last year. I was like, this looks good, but they're not showing us a lot. So I think it's going to be twenty twenty three. So it, it doesn't did, did it surprise y'all at all to, to hear that delay? Honestly, I didn't think it was coming out this year. Okay, yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, I. I so. I don't really know anyone that was like, oh man, I was fully expecting it. Oh, yeah, I, they were just, I knew they was going to feel that Elden Ring pressure and they were going to have to drop that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's the joke that I kind of run with. I'm like, oh yeah, they saw Elden Ring. They're like, oh, oh they we got to change, <laughs> change everything in like four or five months, bro. Um, but now, nah, that's going to be interesting, though. I mean, because they both are being made around the same time. So if there's anything that's like, oh, there's a there's a sec, there's a deep underground world, too, then it'll just be a coincidence. <laughs> I think it'll just strictly be a coincidence. No, no, facts. I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. But no, I don't think it, it's funny. Fun. It's fun. It's fun to joke like I like to make those jokes. Though. Exactly. And it, it gets to trigger the fanboys. And, you know, it's fun to see that, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, spring 2023 for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, maybe they'll have some new hardware to go with it. Maybe. Finally. I'm tired of those rumors, though. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Maybe a little 4K Switch action or not. Man. You never know. Come on, man. Hey, Hogwarts Legacy is running on it. Hogwarts. Hey, hey you know what? There, there might be something there. Huh? They put the they put they did the Bluetooth update last year on the Switch. They did the folders up. Well, they call groups the groups update. I think a week or so ago. Hey, you never know. Maybe Nintendo finally up them two people in that one small office that's cut off from the world. Got him a they third. Him, they got him a third. He was like, "All right, let me tell you what's happening. What we need to do, <laughs> man." But uh, yeah. So that's good. And allow, I think, more people to play Xenoblade 3 on the Switch. Uh, but yeah, okay, so the final thing for console team. Um, the final thing. So PlayStation woke up and they just said, hey, we're going to just talk about the new PlayStation Plus. Um, so I'm going to just go through the blog here. All new PlayStation Plus launches in June with over 700 games and more value than ever. That sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, cool. So, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna try and keep it as concise as possible with this. So they 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 announced there's gonna be three tiers: PlayStation Plus Essential, PlayStation bleh, PlayStation Plus Extra, and PlayStation Plus Premium. So for this point four, I'm gonna just say Essential, Extra, and Premium because that's a lot of words to say about all the time. Mm. So the Essential tier is essentially what we all have now. PlayStation Plus, you can not play games, but backup saves, um, uh, you know, access to, you know, two games for the month, two, three games of the month, whatever. So that that's pretty much all the same thing. The pricing is going to be the same as well. Uh, $60 per, uh, yearly, $25 every three months, $10 a month. Same shit. Now, extra tier it includes everything in the essential tier, but in, in addition, it includes what they say adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. Um, So what this sounds like is it just gives you access to a a ton of the previous library um, and I guess some current ones. Um, some some games they know that that will be coming. Well, actually, I'm I'm, I'm explain the final tier. Um, the the extra tier is priced at hundred dollars annually, forty dollars every three months, and fifteen dollars monthly. So about what thirty three percent boost everywhere. Um, and then the premium tier. Now this is where things could get interesting. It provides everything from the essential and extra tiers, like I said before, um, and it adds up to 340 additional games. And here's the bullet points, including PS3 games via cloud streaming. So you don't download them. They're cloud streaming only because they, they, it seems that they don't really want to invest in, in developing PS3 emulation. That, that's all that tells me. Yeah, it would they, not like allow work levels yeah. of changing because of the processes that anyway yeah 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 pretty much the, the cell process is just crazy for whatever reason um uh and and also a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from playstation 1 playstation 2 and playstation portable psp um offers cloud streaming access for PS1, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in extra and premium tiers. So basically all the PS4 stuff that was mentioned before can also be streamed in addition to just downloading. Uh, where PlayStation Now is currently available. So in cus- uh, customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. Uh, oh, and in time-limited game trials will be offered in the premium tier so customers can try before they buy. So, uh, and then the pricing is $120 yearly, $50 uh, every three months, and $18 per month. So for $18, mm-hmm. you have you get to play more slaps than Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm mad I laughed at that. But yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, boy. Uh yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, see, okay. So here's the thing about the the kick this nigga out the part. How I kick this nigga off the podcast? Yeah, right. Recording, recording stopped. Recording stopped. Ah damn. 
so okay, so I'm gonna keep it the buck as well. This this premium tier, this is just PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now combined. That that's really what it is. They're they're eliminating the PlayStation Now branding everywhere, and they're just rolling it into this with this pricing because you can already do a lot of this stuff. Um, on PS Now as well, you can play. There's PS4 games you can download or stream. There's PS2 games. I uh, I don't know if you can download them. I have to double check. Uh, I don't think you can download them. Is the only thing that changes right now. I'd have to yeah, I'd have to go look, but I'm pretty sure. It's just- oh, there's some PS1 games as well. I think those are downloaded. I think the PS2 ones. I think some are stream and some are download. Yeah, I think it's a lot of it's game by game, which yeah. doesn't seem like this is changing anything. No. Um, and I hate one other thing that I, I'll mention um, that's a knock on this is the constant mention of up to so they say yeah. up to 340 and up to 400, which basically means what they're doing is uh, even if even if they ever do go a little above, say, 401, 405 games or something like that. Mm-hmm. The main point of it is that it's a rotating catalog. So. hmm there could be a game up there that maybe it's a very you know niche game you only a couple people know about it it's up there right now you start playing it you're loving it again y'all are playing it's fun but next month it could just be down they could take it out and put and rotate in a new game that they think more people might play and that's that's the sad part about it um and if you ever want to play it you just have to uh pay the the price of the game of the game yeah, if you can, if 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 they allow that, because some of the stuff they still don't allow to sell. Oh yeah, that's like true. there's like certain that, games that, that they can they can be allowed to stream, but you can't sell it. It's it's a lot of random bullshit. So yeah, they don't I, really give yeah. us the full list either. So we're not we're not yeah. even sure how many are what platform. Like they could all just yeah. be mostly PS4. I don't know, thirty that's PS2, forty PS1, and like I don't know, ten PSP. Yeah, I don't know. It literally could be something like that, yeah. Yeah, so um it, it's it's interesting because like um a lot a lot of the, the media and stuff have been like, oh, is this PlayStation's Game Pass competitor has finally been revealed? And it's like, nah, fam, you're just saying that to get clicks. I mean, I get it, you're in the business of getting clicks, but that, that's not what's happening. This is essentially it's all like almost like almost like a Nintendo Switch online type of thing, except they've expanded on it and you can um, uh, cloud stream as well. I'm talking about the, the, the premium tier, this max tier. Um, that's really what this sounds like. And I mean, just have to see the list. I can't really yeah. get excited about it. It's just more like, oh, they, they finally announced it after like a few couple months of rumors and stuff. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm not excited. I mean, they did try to like point out some games um, at launch. We plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. The thing is... That's kind of cool. I'm not I mean, lie. those are some good games. The thing is, a lot of those games you already get if you just get a PS5 and PlayStation Plus because they give you the PS Plus collection. A lot of those games are in the. I don't PS think the Spider Man's are on there. Yeah, no, the Spider Man isn't. The Spider Man's would be a new addition, but the Mortal Kombat and yeah, yeah, uh, God of War. Those uh, games are stupid cheap. And or I think yeah, or they're cheap. or they're dirt cheap. You can find or you can get them dirt cheap, like you said. Um, I think Returnal is probably the, Returnal the is a good one, but again, that's a to me that's still like a niche type game too. It's not. A, it it's, is. It is a. It's I a agree. good title to have for to get for free mm-hmm. with or not for free, but included with this, but. 
if it's not your type of game, it's one of those you'll pick up, play for an hour and go, yo, this isn't for me and put it down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's this big game that, oh, you know, everybody kind of wants to try this or everybody wants to play this type of thing. Um, so I, I, I'd have to see more on how it progresses. Like you said, have to see the actual list to maybe yeah. see if there's you know, something more that we get out of it there. Like maybe we, maybe the breakdown that look makes it look cooler. There's some games that maybe we forgot about that we see on there and go, okay, yeah, that's worth, I definitely want to play that and that and that. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly convinced yeah. by this. Yeah. I mean, I think really early, well, yeah, years ago, I did a trial for PS Now, and they first uh, re- uh, mm-hmm. released it on the old, on like the first yeah, PS4. Yeah. And that was years, yeah. years, years ago. I, I think they're giving away trials for first time people because yeah. they want people to try. It. And I think I was, oh god, was I playing on there? I think I was playing. Um, I think it was Infamous. I think it was mm-hmm. the first Infamous because it was a PS3 game. Um, and it just was laggy as all hell. That's that's yeah. really all it was, and I just let it be. Um, I mean, it's been years now, and I've heard that there have been some improvements. It's definitely gotten better than that. Because, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I remember jumping in early, too, to try it out. And I remember playing games like Sniper Elite and stuff like that, which is bad, because they're laggy. God. Especially yeah. we were in Statesboro. Um, oh, jeez. You know, the internet just, we just were not set up for for, for gaming like that Five at the time. Per second max speed. Yes. Yeah. We were not. We were not in a good place to be trying that. Um, so I, I do blame some of it on that as well. But now that obviously like we're, we're older, we're in a, a better a, a city with better Internet, uh, all that type of stuff. Now I'm like, OK, some of this is better for sure. Mm-hmm. But. I, I still would rather have what they have at Game Pass where I, not necessarily. I, I think I think Sony's missing the boat here because you don't have to do what Game Pass does where you're releasing your brand new titles on here for free on this tier for free. Mm-hmm. But what they could could have done was make it so that you are at least being, they, they should have put the extra effort in to make sure you could download all these titles, that it's a growing backlog library, not this rotating of 400 or 340 or whatever these numbers are. You know, we're actually just going to keep adding old games as we emulate them and put them in. Hey, we have a team here because they can afford to have a team dedicated to just this. We have a team here that's going to get these, uh, that's going to work on this PS3 architecture stuff so we can get these able to be downloaded so you guys don't have to rely on just cloud streaming. Like if they really wanted to service the people, they would, but they just don't want to. Uh, they just, then they feel like they don't have to yet. And so it's just one of those things that, you know, as PlayStation fans or whatever, you just have to be vocal about it, vocal about wanting it. They will ignore it for a while. Um, but as they see, especially if they see a lot of people not jumping to get in those tiers and just keeping the basic benefits, um, I could see them eventually saying, okay, hey, we are working on this. Hey, this is something, these are things we want to add in here now. Uh, we are going to maybe throw in a couple more recent games. Maybe they won't be brand new titles, but hey, maybe... Uh, if you know you're willing to wait a year for this, you know, this exclusive title, it'll always get on that tier. You know, I don't know, a year, six months, whatever, whatever they decide to try to, like, encourage people to jump on these tiers more. But from what I see here, I don't think a lot of people will necessarily jump here to, to, to play these. Not not based on the current catalogs that I see now in, in PlayStation now and, and what they offer with this. Like, you know, because even the free games we get every month, they're not 
like anything crazy. It's yeah. like cool after library. You know, yeah, continue, yeah, and yeah, I continue playing at my Wii U of old yeah. ass games. <laughs> so yeah. I yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I'd be interested to see what the response is to this, you know, when it actually comes out. Because, it, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they said that they did say that they'll um they'll they'll show or they'll put out the list that'll be there at launch, which I'm expecting a very small list, at least of PS3 things. Yeah. Uh if there's something that catches my eye, I'll use that as an excuse to, to try the month and cancel it. I just um, hope that um this doesn't like uh, bleed into the current plan and they start removing features from the baseline. Like the ability I don't think- to get games every month for free i don't think they're gonna uh, well yeah they i don't think they knew about that, that. yeah because they, they know no, and and the baseline still gives you the two games yeah two monthly yeah. downloadable what games they yeah. start like all right well this is moving up to this tier and they, they, like i think they i think the backlash they'd get wouldn't yeah because when uh, they did that with playstation view like a lot of the channels they were offering oh, yeah. they moved up to <laughs> up in the tiers, tiers. yeah man that they was eventually they out they outright removed the lower tears but then also you got to remember how quickly that died yeah that thing died like because i I mean i had playstation view for a while too like i was like okay you know this is kind of convenient and it's on my playstation like this makes sense for me at the time but the more and more that you like saw how they was messing with the prices and like you said the tears it was like yo this yo like this isn't convenient anymore especially as we're getting more and more options out here because that because as they were doing that that's when like sling tv started becoming more popular and youtube tv started pop like you had all these other options and it was just like yeah nah y'all are crazy like this is kind of convenient for me but y'all are y'all are making it as inconvenient as possible because i've got to pay you all this money and then i can only can use it and on these certain platforms are on my PlayStation, really. So, it, yeah, it didn't really work well. So they they priced themselves out and now it doesn't exist anymore. So I think the same and, and I obviously they wouldn't let that happen with PlayStation Plus. But if they were to try to do something like that here, the backlash would just be like, wait, so because y'all didn't offer enough in your higher tiers, you're going to remove something from the base tier from the, that's been this price this whole time that we've been paying. You're going to remove that feature now to try to force us to bump up for those two free shitty games we get a year, like a month. And they're not always shitty. Sometimes they are, you know, little bangers here or there, but a lot of times they're just little. And I don't even mean that in a bad way, because I'm sure there's different fans of those games or people who may be really excited for some of these games. But as far as like a general consensus of a big game, we don't get those that often with PlayStation plus monthly down. So it's like, come on, man. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to ruin your own, lead that you kind of have on xbox by doing stuff like that and when i look through the the playstation now extensive library it ain't got midnight club dub edition no one no one does yeah they 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 talking about now second son what else is there yeah man put the yeah i mean oh we we all out they gave that game away twice yeah, they gave it away a couple of times. Yeah, they gave away first. They gave away the first likes. I mean, uh, most of these games are games they've given away. Yeah, and and then they have, have at this point. Then 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 you just not pay attention. And, and, and you just don't want to play up. it, and that's fine. And that too. <laughs> What's yeah. fucked up is they have a Grand Theft Auto Vice City, but you can only play it until May twenty, uh, uh the second of May, May second. 
is when the Vice City. Um, so you got Grand Theft Auto Vice City Definitive Edition up here, but you've only it's a limited time that it's here. Limited time release. So it's just like, come on, man! Like they're really gonna have to bump this up to make it like a thing. Like they really will. Yeah. It's actually really fucked up because this thing has been not it's, this is ten dollars. You, you pay ten dollars. I mean, I, I do want to play Crisis, but I'm not giving them ten dollars just to play like one game for a couple hours and fuck around. I mean, I, I don't know. They I don't I remember Force Unleashed 2 was okay, but I, it's not a, it's just not enough to me here yet. And maybe maybe there will be more. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. We will have to see. A little bit disappointed in that. I was kind of hoping for some something more from it. Like I don't know. Well, we have a few months until June, or two and a half, technically. It's April. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to see. Facts. Facts, man. Oh, good. That is what's up. Mm-hmm. That is console T. Um, and, and honestly, we're just going to throw our spoiler drop right here and throw it right back to Gerard. Spoilers. Man. We have Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Episode Knight. one. All right. So, look. That was a really strong, really probably the best first episode of, of all the shows from last year and, and now this one. Uh, the MCU Disney Plus shows. Um, I'm not going to do a play-by-play for the whole episode thing, um, but the things I will talk about, um, I think, well, one, Oscar Isaac, that man's acting going crazy. He's incredible. Top notch. I didn't, you know what? I didn't, I didn't realize that he played, um, he was Apocalypse in that X-Men Apocalypse movie. He was? Yeah, it was him. I saw someone uh, saying like, oh, man, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that was him as Apocalypse. I had no I idea. I did not know that. He didn't even look like Apocalypse. Exactly. Well, that Apocalypse, well, anyway, I'm not going to. Uh, but but yeah, he played Apocalypse <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> and they, everybody was handed, that was good. And that was all about Apocalypse. The first mutant Egyptianist and the other. Now here we are playing, well, he was Stephen Grant in the beginning, but we did get glimpses of his true persona, Mark Spector. I think the, the, the from what I recall from that episode, you know, Derek, you probably recall it better because I know you watched it twice, but I think that show was, like, for the most part, they showed a lot in all their scenes, like, everything within Stephen's room that he's sleeping in, you know, realizing slowly, you know, what things are where, and not and I'm not seeing why he's like having these blackouts of time go by and he's just not awake for it. And it was cool for us, the viewer, because when they showed the whole sequence of him out um, and like, I think, oh, geez, I don't remember these, the little town where that Arthur dude was oh, at. Oh, uh, yeah. Did they say mm-hmm. where, exactly where that was? I don't remember. Exactly. I don't think they, no, I don't think they did. They didn't put like a they didn't put like a location. They didn't. But it, it wasn't London. No, no, no. He was out. Yeah. Or did he end up in like? Did he? No, didn't he end up in like Germany or something? No, but they weren't speaking. No, they were speaking some other language. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly where where they ended up. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
But yeah, they showed that where, yeah, they showed that he's having these blackouts. You know, his character is a bit, is a bit bumbly and oh, hello, blah blah blah, you know, polite. And he calls his he calls his mother and all that, and all the other people are shitting on him. They're just like, man, what the hell are you doing, Stephen? It's interesting because he's he's clearly. He's clearly have split personality things going on. He's not understanding why certain things are happening. We had he had uh, even when he was being chased in the truck against those guys that are going after him because he had a scare. Um, it, it's just really good. I think they did a really good job of showing all that stuff. Um, I know I'm bouncing over the place. So that first episode is really just us getting to learn Stephen Grant, the character. He is a uh, person that works at this pretty much this Egyptian like museum. And he's like really into the archaeology, archaeological history and, and things of that nature about all the gods and uh, the Egyptian gods. Um, he's bitten by a beetle. He's bitten by a beetle. Yep, that's scared. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the whole episode, it's like clear. Well, to us, it's like, oh, Steven's just kind of like this guy that just keeps getting shit on by, you know, his job or whatever. That sucks. But there's clearly something else to him because when he would walk around, we, they would, we would see like these blunt, these blips almost where like he's like, what the heck just happened? And time would skip. You know, he'll wake up in his bed, chained down like his legs. Yeah. And, um, he do be like a, a perimeter of sand around his bed as well. And there was tape on the doors. So it was a way for him, for, for his other persona, Mark Spector to tell when he's left or not. <laughs> it is interesting. And the whole episode's called like the goldfish problem. Because he has a goldfish in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the episode's called the goldfish problem. problem. Yeah. 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 And because that's when he realized when something was amiss. Where he looked like he woke up after the whole sequence. And he was like, oh, it was just a dream. And he looked at his goldfish and he's like, oh, wait, there's something different about him. He's got two fins. And I remember he had one just the night before. <laughs> and then, more reference. Yeah. They, yeah. That, this episode, a lot of like pop culture things. Nice. Like they mentioned like Avatar. <laughs> the last oh, episode. yeah. They mentioned Avatar yeah. too. Yeah. Anime. Is it anime? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we got glimpses. Well, really, really got the full glimpse of like actual combat at the very end, which we learned that um, this Stephen Grant persona is not the main persona of his character. Mark Spector is. Um, but I think what we're, what we're going to see is um, him kind of learning to work with each side of him because this only happened because he died and the, the moon, moon god country took over his body and became like an avatar for him and, and became the moon knight. So that, that's really what the whole gist of it is. But I think the show is going to peel apart it bit by bit. And we're probably going to see some ancient Egypt stuff as well. Um, so. Yeah, or I think it was a really good first episode. Create a lot of intrigue kind of to go straight to the point as far as things in like, quote unquote, waste time or it wasn't too slow. I feel like it was paced pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did think. Um... I thought it was a cool little moment where uh, even though it was kind of out of place a little bit as, as my only critique of the episode at the beginning, where they pretty much they try to tell you that he died without telling you. And they do it multiple times in the episode. So the first one, he's talking to the little girl and the little girl asked, well, she's like, how did it feel for you uh, when you when like like when you didn't get to walk through the field when you had to walk through the fields of reader what was it it was something she was saying at the beginning basically like 
he's like, after you die, this happens. And she said, how is it for you when you had to do it? And he like was like, what are you talking about? I'm not dead. And then that's when it kind of, and then I think that's when the the boss lady that came was like, Steven, stop giving the da 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 whatever. Like you need to come work and you're going to put you on him or whatever. And I was like, Oh shit. Like that's them. Like that was a cool little, and it was a little creepy because this random little girl just hit, hit him with that out the blue. But I was it like, weird. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, they're letting us know. Yeah. He's dead. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then obviously when, when, uh, um, Arthur holds his hands and he's like, trying to mm-hmm. see like what's up with him thinking basically like i'm going to be able to kill you but it's like you can't because i'm actually or you can't judge me because i already died <laughs> came back so i that little rule don't work for me buddy unfortunately for you <laughs> your little power you have to you have to do something else so yeah i thought that i thought i thought those were cool little moments to like even if you don't know the character just to kind of foreshadow how he's got uh like what's going on but i didn't think that was interesting mm-hmm. that was pretty dope. Oh, I, I missed that. That's crazy. You didn't catch that? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I, I caught some of that too. Just like, within the first even episode. even he was his his response was like, <laughs> he said what? that would make sense because I'm not dead. Yeah. And he was like, "Am I?" Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> he was like, "What the hell?" At this point. Yeah. This they did a good job of like kind of teeth like kind of tricking trying to trick our what we're seeing mm-hmm. is like him realizing it or him like asleep or you know this is it's interesting um yeah, they had us learn along with him as like what the fuck is going on i like that i like that i enjoyed it learning along with him i definitely enjoyed it um trying to think of i know there's another part i really enjoyed oh that the whole car scene that you were talking about i thought that i thought that was hilarious because he just did every time he'd come back to him he just wouldn't know like he just he just be so con- Bless you. Bless you. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Things are best in threes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's piling outside. It's on this it's on the stand. It's piling inside probably at this point too. Yeah, I had to take the dog out earlier, so it's just a little piling catching up to me, man. Don't worry about it. Y'all. Mm-hmm. Work this way up my nose, man. That's all it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> have to make sure this nigga in going. Uh when they was chasing him in the car and shit, every time he would come back and be like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, like he goes from scared to, oh shit, I got the gun to, oh shit. Like, I just, I love the, I, I really enjoyed the way they transitioned, the transition. And then we don't get to see the Mark Spector side until he's fully kind of understanding that Mark Spector is there. We might see it next week. No, I'm pretty sure we'll know. see it next week. I just like, like we said, like we're kind of experiencing it the way he's experiencing it so obviously mm-hmm. you know obviously this is something that's been happening because the way i understood it was like he he is chaining himself to the bed he's putting yep. the tape on the door to make sure he's not leaving and yep. then every time mark specter comes home he just puts the shit back, back. where he and, and chains himself back so he's like i never went anywhere but it i, I had all these dreams he's thinking i'm dreaming because he's like i'm having these experiences that i can kind of remember and kind of have these moments but I keep waking up back in my bed with chained back up as if I never left. And he's like, so I'm fucked up, right? Like, that's why I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought it was really cool for it to be revealed through us that way. Even as he's changing into Mark Spector, he, we don't get to see that yet because he is not even understanding what's happening. Uh, so I think that's really cool. because That means most of the show is kind of being told through Stephen Grant's perspective 
mm-hmm. at least initially. And then we'll kind of move into seeing more of the Mark Spector moments as they kind of gain that fluidity between switching, you know. And I thought I just I thought it was hilarious when uh Conchu comes in and he's just like, Oh, the idiot's back. Like, oh goodness, here goes that this. was funny. Like this nigga, like oh, fuck the idiots. Bring Mark back, nigga. Damn, you fucking it up. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was dope. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I, you know, I think that car chase was probably my only negative. I would say the episode. I could tell some of the CGI. It kind of mm. broke that that immersion part. Of me like all oh, that. That totally looked a little the off. Jumps in. He jumps That's in and like the truck. Like what was it? Like I think the truck like falls off that part of the road or the cliff mm. and it just you get it just looked more fake and it just seemed a little jarring for a split second i was like Ooh. okay that's weird but you know it's gonna happen off and off cgi yeah yeah uh but that's really just a nitpick if anything um um but yeah i like how they did sprinkle and conchu here and there throughout it um so that's really cool uh, what y'all think of the Arthur character? Arthur, I think it's Arthur Harrow. I don't think it's his Harrow, last right. name yet, but yeah, I think it's just Arthur Harrow, played by Ethan Hawke. Oh. Um, I guess I gotta understand more of his motivation first. Like, I gotta kind of get some of his backstory, like what led him to this point where he believes that. I mean, it's kind of the like it's kind of the Thanos thing, right? Like uh, a little bit, uh, not exactly, but and obviously he's not trying to kill exactly fifty percent of the population, but you know, he's basically feeling like yeah, this God has the right to judge people's past and presents and futures, and if they might do anything bad, uh, they get smoked. But you know, like report, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's even yeah, that's even better reference is Minority Report. So I'm just like. I just, I just, I need to understand why he would be, uh, you know, accepting of that, you know, why he's so willingly cool with that. I just need to understand it more other than just, cause right now he's just evil guy who linked up he's, with evil God who wants to spread. I mean, it's not even actually evil, but just wants to spread her, what she thinks is right and wrong across here. You, yeah. you know. I'm curious about his full motives as well. Cause I mean, he's aligning himself with Amit. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool because I'm like, oh man, I can go back into my ancient Egyptian Egyptian bag a little bit because I used to be really into reading on the the gods. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, uh, it, it's at least for this show, at least this episode, looks like he's he's channeling the abilities or uh, of Amit, the devourer, the dead, pretty much a guy that kind of like it's supposed to represent like things ancient Egyptians found like horrifying. Things like that. It had like a, I think it had like a, like a, a crocodile head and like mm-hmm. a lion, lion forearms and like bear rear legs or something like that. I can't remember what the rear legs are supposed to, but it's supposed to represent three different animals that are supposed to be like fearful of like of ancient Egyptians. And it would, uh, it, its whole ability, uh, would be to, it would, it would like what Arthur is doing. He would judge based off the, the heart of people and uh, if it's you know to be out of balance or anything then Amit would devour them and then they would die in an ancient Egyptian ability um, belief it, you know that's where they would go see Osiris and then you know part of the rebirth because that's how their their beliefs are you know death's just another plane you know another level of life etc so yeah I think that's what it is um but it looks like there's also like um at least we saw the variant. 
I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess they're gonna have some of the evil like god creatures coming from a different realm, and we'll see that probably soon. I wouldn't be surprised we don't see it before episode four. Um, but yeah, well, there's only six episodes, else. right? There's only six episodes. Um, I'm, I'm guessing between next episode and episode three, we'll right. start getting more of those glimpses. But yeah, I'm guessing they're coming from there. Uh, other, yeah. The, so the ability, that's that. That's where, you know, um, Arthur has like the, 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 the golden scales tat on his arm and it like does a little movement and stuff. Um, I think what's interesting though is they show them judging some people in the crowd in that one, I'm not sure what city that was or town. Um, yeah, I don't, they, I don't think they specified exactly. I have to um, double check. Yeah, I have to double check and I guess be more informed for next week's episode two, but uh, or this week's episode two. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting because like, I think uh, I think in the comics, there's <laughs> actually a really bloody like, oh, you're gonna die and get devoured. Like I think there's like blood and stuff that just 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 breaks out of your body. It's like your body just kind of turns into a raisin, everything gushes out. But yeah. since it's Disney and it's not in the mature section, she's got darker, wrinkly skin and that's yeah. that. say that old. This show definitely has more blood than I expected to. It does, yeah, yeah. Every time he was in a fist fight, he had blood all over him. I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm treating like, this as what Venom would might have looked like if they were also allowed to show some blood. That is intriguing. Uh, actually, that's a good point. That's a great point. Yeah, because they've kept on with this, like, oh, you know, we'll show, like, goofy, like, symbiote killing and stuff, but it won't have blood. It won't have, like, body-type yeah. gore things or whatever. So that's clean. But then we, there, you know, then we have Marvel and Disney Plus showing Moon Knight, who's all about being, you know, really brutal and graphic and gritty and, you know, they're probably not even going to go into that deep because we only have six episodes. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's intriguing. Uh, well, it's not it's just blood, but it's it's, it's cool to see. <laughs> yeah, it's to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur, I'm not really sure to to make it him yet. Like, yeah, outside of yeah, people ain't shit or something. But basically, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sure that's part of the reason he's got some sort of trauma from his childhood that he you know he wishes he could have fixed, and um, Amit would have stopped it if she had been here. So he's devoted his life to it. Like, I'm sure it's not like this deep thing. I just need to see it. Yeah, I'm sure it, it could be. It's something like their 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 interpretation of vomit just channeling his body like Conchu. Well, we haven't fully seen it yet, but Conchu takes over Stephen Grant, Mark Spector's body and becomes, you know, this. Well, I'm sure I'm, yeah, I'm sure he's Amit's avatar, like yeah. in some direction, like I'm sure he's the equivalent. But yeah. like how he got to the point where he was there. And I wonder if he even had to die to be in that same position. Like Conchu was just like, oh, you're about to die. So I like you're desperate because Conchu needs you to have like a weak mind. Right. That's the way I, that's like what I was reading about. Like Conchu kind of needs his avatar to have like a weak mind so he can manipulate him into doing what he wants. And since he didn't have any since Mark Spector ends up dying near him, he's just desperate to not die. So his mind isn't really weak, but he's desperate to not die. So he's weak enough to accept this deal with uh with Kanshu. So Kanshu comes in, but then now Kanshu kind of has an issue too, because now that Mark Spector is healed and he's back again, he's still himself. So he's like, nah, I'm still this dude. So he has you know, he creates these personalities to kind of differentiate himself to obviously to help him with, you know, it's like a curse, really. His stuff. But but yeah, but he but he fights back on Kanshu when when Kanshu maybe wants him to do something that would 
lead to harm in the world because Kanchu doesn't really care. He's not necessarily evil, but he's not necessarily good either. So he doesn't really care about, he didn't send Mark Spector to save people, but you're supposed to be down there doing what I need you to do. You know what I mean? So because Mark Spector is actually strong-willed, he's able to fight back on him sometimes versus, you know, I would assume Amit didn't have to die to be in that position. So either his his mind was weak enough for Amit to, uh, not Amit, um, Arthur. Yeah. Arthur, either Arthur, I'm assuming Arthur didn't have to die for Amit to take him over. It seems like he probably willingly submitted, whether that's from trauma or from something he experienced or whatever, or because he did some studies and, decided that this is real and I'm going to devote myself to this God. And I don't know, I'd be interested to see how he, I just want to know how he reached the point where he also became a God's avatar. Like, I feel like we need to see that rather than us just having our own discussions about what's plausible, but we don't know how he actually did it. Like, I don't just want him to be the guy who has powers just because, and that's why, I mean, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day about it, but it is a little bit annoying that they won't just like, make these episodes make these shows run longer i don't know what disney has yeah. made six episodes like i i, I like I, wh- like why are these series not 10 ep- 10 episodes 10 to yeah. 12 and 10 to 12 episodes and we're golden i get maybe the budget and i don't know maybe that's something to do with it but if they were to give us 10 to 12 episodes i think every story would have been perfect i think every show would have been perfect i think wandavision would have been better i think uh, falcon and winter soldier would have been better i think loki definitely would have been 10 times better Um, a lot more i mean we got season two of loki coming but at the same time yeah i agree 100 yeah we could have done even more with like the whole oh man you know multiverse type things and this loki and 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 that's what i mean we could have got a little deeper in that that whole full stuff we saw in spider-man and the stuff we'll see in dr strange feel even more like deep like more connected to it but they didn't give us that and I'm just one, and I and I can kind of already see the sign. I think Moon Knight's going to be a great show, but I can feel like I can already see the signs of where I have like just questions and thoughts. And as I'm thinking about them, I'm like, they're probably not going to have time to answer that, or they're probably just going to wave over that. Or they're probably not going to look into that because I'm just like, there's only six episodes, and they've got to get us to the point where, at minimum, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector have kind of understand what's going on, have accepted their roles. Um, we know we're going to get to see like the Mr. Knight persona as well. So him transitioning to that yeah. as well. And he's only been Moon Knight for what do you say? A month now or two months now? Yeah, I think it's um, two months. Yeah. So, um, so that's a lot for him to develop in this short amount of time. Uh, and and it, as far as the episodes, not as far as however much time is passing within the series, but in six episodes, that's a lot for him to go through. So I just what I didn't just already see them cutting out little things here and there that if they just gave us if just eight episodes would probably be give you more time to flesh some of that out. But if they would hit 10 or 12, if they're only especially if they plan to only give us one season with most of this stuff, wouldn't 10 or 12 kind of be the sweet spot to really give us a full sweet, I don't know, just a full feeling like if they're gonna keep it like They're going to keep it like these 40 minute on average shows. Yeah. Like I think 10 would be a good, I think it'd be a good sweet spot. Hell. Well, no, I would say 10 to 12. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, there's some other shows that kind of like, like the boys that's usually, I think each season or each half a season, like eight episodes, but those are all like 50 some minute long episodes. Like each one, like none of them go under like 52 minutes or something. 
So that's got a lot of shit crammed in. You have some shows that had like episodes with varying lengths. Like WandaVision was like that. About two thirds of it was like within that 30 some minute range. Then we got the serious shit that got past 40 minutes and things like that. Uh, Loki, I think we're all pretty long. Yeah, I think all were like at least 45 minutes. Hawkeye was pretty long. Had some, well, I think the first episode was like an hour, close yeah, to an hour. Close yeah. To an hour. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, but then they I, shortened down a little bit. And, and did, my thing is, I'm not, a, I'm not knocking on it because I do think it's dope to be able to get these origin stories in a show format versus a movie format because it does give them more space to flesh it out. I just wish they didn't feel like there was like a cap on that space, and maybe that's because maybe they're still using like the the, the movie sets and the the movie standards maybe. for the shows. And so yeah. the price they've realized like six episodes is where we're going to get the most return for our, the show and maybe mm-hmm. if they were to make eight or ten episodes it wouldn't be but i know they're filming enough for that they're filming I guess, and that's the thing it's like you already spent the money because you spent the time and the effort and the everything the camera the, the, the storage space you did all that because you filmed it but now you're cutting it down to six because you think that's i just don't understand like if they added two or three more episodes would do they think we'd stop watching i, I just don't understand uh, that's 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 where I get confused because you hear about these directors talking about yeah we have to cut this down and like with WandaVision we heard about a lot of the stuff with Monica getting cut down so it's just like every show suffered due to it, whether they had just changes they creative changes they wanted to make or COVID affected full screening or screening full um, shooting places like Falcon right. Soldier but see big, that made, that's a big weakness. Bad. But that made more sense to me. I think that's the excuse we gave it initially. Like we wanted to just stuff like, well, COVID and stuff like that. So maybe they, they didn't have time to fully flesh out this idea. So I understood. But now we're still seeing the new shows. Like I'm, I'm watching that first episode of Moon Knight and going, there's no way this should only be six episodes. Yeah. There's no way this should only be six of these episodes. Yeah. I would like want you more. could have, you could have Wednesdays on lock for two months. Easy. At mm-hmm. least eight. But if you had 10 to 12, you're talking about three mm-hmm. months where you're every Wednesday Moon Knight is being talked about. And you can't tell me they didn't film enough for it. So I'm just confused on like what's made them marry to this type of formula. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. And I get it. You don't want to overdo it either to where you're just giving us pointless information. But six, six, just I guess one thing I could think of really is for it's because they only have one main they have like one main arc or story line. 36 episodes whereas to like i guess maybe like in comparisons like wandavision the first third was like oh okay they're in this you know sitcom world and then that third episode you know we get the first glimpse of okay things are not what they seem i think the next two or three are kind of like that mini like oh sword exists and they're, they're realizing this shit's happening on, within this bubble. And then the last third is the combination of like, we got to get folks out and stop Wanda. And then, you know, the you know, Agatha all along. So there's multiple things operating there. Falcon Winter Soldier is straightforward. It's like, is a combination of the, you know, Sam, why should I wield the shield? And meaning various characters telling him why he should or shouldn't, seeing the government say, I bet. And they create their own little school school uh boy scout version of captain america loki is like what are variants why am i a variant why is there a variant me that's a woman i'm falling in love with <laughs> who is the you know he who remains and we talk i could go on and on um but yeah i think it's just, i think you bring up a lot of good points a lot of, a lot of things i thought but i think it could be a combination of 
scheduling. Um, scheduling might be a big thing because Star yeah. Wars, I mean, Obi-Wan is like, they would bleed into Obi-Wan. Yeah, sure. I mean, but, those shows oh, are usually well, longer, though. And we've got two seasons. They, of yeah, they are. And also, they just, I don't know if we didn't talk, we definitely didn't talk about this, but they moved Obi-Wan to Friday. They, so they, they, oh, they, they announced did? that we're getting those first oh, two episodes, man. and then they move Obi-Wan to Friday. And my thing is, if I'm Disney, uh, if I'm so, Disney, and I've got why? an option to be the topic of conversation all throughout the week. Yeah, I guess two days better than one. Which I don't blame them for that. I'm okay with that. I, I'm, I'm okay That's with fine. that. It doesn't bother me. And we get two episodes from the rip. That's fine. They really flip-flopped it for when they first started Loki, because all the other shows up to that point, I think, were Fridays. Yeah, right? and then yeah. Loki moved to Wednesdays. And yeah, yeah. And then Wednesday's yeah. a new Friday. Yeah, but I my forgot. thing is, we could, yeah. we, why not have both or multiple? Like, to me, and it doesn't matter what day you choose. I think it, it's just like, a, just like a podcast, like, the people will once people like your podcast, they will anticipate the day you drop. It don't really matter what day you drop. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yes, there's some statistical evidence, I'm sure, to say if you drop on this type of day, it's normally when people are looking and I'm sure. But at the end of the day, like once you got 10,000 listeners an episode and they they know when you drop, they they just care when you drop. They're not going to they don't care if you drop Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, whatever. Oh, I know them boys drop this day. I know them girls, whoever. I know them folks drop this day, and I want to make sure I get it that day. Like that's just what it'll be. So it's the same thing with this, this show. I can't see why Disney would think, "Oh, we got to make this show shorter because we don't want it to bleed in this." Show. Yo, who? What makes you think I'm not gonna? I mean, I remember nights we used to watch Game of Thrones, and right when Game of Thrones ended, we started watching Insecure. Insecure. Like that was black people. Black people who watch Game of Thrones. That was pretty much your Sunday night. <laughs> no one ever thought like and they, obviously there's a bunch of people who didn't watch game of thrones who tuned in for insecure and there were a bunch of people who watched game of thrones and turned off when insecure came on but a lot of people were watching both back to back if they had split that up on two nights i'm still gonna be on hbo max to watch it that night like I, you know what i mean like it would never have been uh it's not to me it's there's no way you're taken from the other so if you just because you have a, a marvel series running is not going to stop me from watching the Star Wars series running that's not going to stop me from watching the other Marvel series that could be running at the same time. Like you can, you guys can, if they have it. I don't see why they. I mean, I get spreading it out throughout the year, but I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think if it's good enough, if it's quality, we're going to watch it regardless of whatever Agreed. else is on. You know Agreed. what I mean? Like we will find the time to watch it if it's that good. Yeah. You know, I just, I agree. Hard agree. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe so. Trying to create an art- artificial demand for uh, could be. I, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's it's such a. It could be a number of things, right? We, like we could have a whole mini, like a, yeah. a podcast short, just talking about why is most of their shows six. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but for the shows, the, the Marvel shows this year, the one that's getting that more than six episode slot is She Hulk. That's gonna get like I think it's like eleven. 10 to 13, 10 to 12. I think it's going to be around 10 to 12. That's good. good. Yeah, but also, but, also, I can see why they would need more for that because they've got to kind of establish her as this lawyer, try to establish mm-hmm. her as like, there's other things they have, why she has the serum, the, or why she becomes a Green Hulk and all this stuff. So, so a lot of Hulk things yeah. they got to do. So I, I, just, I do understand why there's more of that. Plus, also, it's their other chance to shoehorn in Mike Ruffalo, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and he gets to... Yeah, he needs more stuff. Well, I mean, but they kind of, I remember, did we talk about that when they kind of told us that 
basically since they didn't they haven't had the rights to hulk they've kind of just had to shoehorn his story through all these other movies as they just kind of bleed him in so him having this him having a show that he's clearly connected to Mm -hmm. gives us more place to develop his character more so i see why like kind of like you were saying earlier how wandavision just had more stories it was trying to follow so it had more episodes she clearly has more stories it needs to follow so they try to force that into six would have just been crazy so i'm glad they at least recognized it there but i just I think some of these more fantastical shows, even with a streamlined storyline, definitely have more space. Yeah, I, well, I'd be interested to, to keep watching and see how much more they, um, how, the, how all these shows keep fleshing out. Because I think a lot of people are going to be upset that uh, Moon Knight only has six. I think that's going to upset people when they get to the end of that. They're going to wish they had more of that quickly. Yes, because Moon Knight's Thanks. And then we don't get Werewolf by Night until what, Holiday? Yeah, I think it's gonna be the Halloween. Yeah, Halloween they're gonna do Halloween. that for the Halloween special. I don't really know if they're gonna. I have no idea what to expect about that except we're getting that character who's just a werewolf character. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. There's nothing too deep about that. Um, yeah, yeah. That man. I think that is what's gonna happen at the end of this. If if the show continues to be quality, which I I, I get the impression it will be. I don't think there's gonna be any stark falling off. And I think, oh, another thing I do like about this too, this episode, um, they really didn't do, it, it feels, it really feels contained. It doesn't really mention, hey, remember Thanos? Like it doesn't yeah, throw the yeah, Thanos yeah, yeah. line in the city or something like that. Uh, I feel like they will at some point, like they, 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 they will at some point hit us with the, just so you know, this isn't the MCU. Like they are going to hit us that. I would like, a, I would like a random Eternals reference versus that. Just Facts. to be like, yo, the Indian Ocean's got a whole face coming out of it, right? That's that right. That would be nice. Keep it moving. Yeah. I would love that. People that yeah. hate Eternals, they, you know, that's fine. I don't even understand how people hate that movie. I, I think it's... I mean, I, it's... Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I, no, I, I get it. I can get Y'all do get far. it? Y'all understand why people no, hate it? I don't... I think... No, I get the polarizing view because... It's a slower burn movie introducing 10 plus brand new characters that may be similar to others. And the middle part admittedly is slower. But uh, again, I, I like, if, if the slow parts are, in, are, are interesting to me and I'm invested, I don't really care about how slow it is. I, re- I really don't. Yeah. Um, but those are the thing that, uh, those I think are the main reasons why um, people, uh, I think it's really just the, the mass audience because the MCU audience is so, it's so wide. It's so right. wide. It goes from us talking about it when there's new shit on, on a weekly podcast to the people who literally just say, you hear from your friend's cousin, homie, oh, there's a new Marvel movie. I'll go watch that. The other ones I like, they're good. They go and then they have their service level impressions. I really think it's it's a lot of that on the ladder. I think the hardcore people may say, oh, it's decent. I wouldn't say it's like a Captain Marvel or Thor, the Dark Road bad. Hmm. But um, yeah. I yeah. think it's like mid tier. I think it's a mid tier show that I think once we see more, the, the, however they develop the rest of the MCU, because I don't know, they keep creating new storylines and stuff. That I think that movie will age better, kind of like how um, Age of Ultron's age better. I think it's gonna be Age of Ultron, kind of, sort of like initially, like oh, this is good, not like amazing, but it's okay. Ten years later, oh shit, that, that actually was kind of fire. Yeah, I think especially as the characters like bleed into other parts of the MCU story and stuff like that, yeah. I think people will look back and, and look at it fondly. Cool. 
Good yeah. shit, man. Good shit. We're enjoying we're enjoying Moon Knight. So definitely, uh definitely tune into that if you haven't yet. Um and yeah, uh, man, it's dope. And hopefully, hopefully everybody will enjoy that with us as we as we go along. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to brave the theaters to go see Morbius. Oh um, man, you better go on the most matinee of days. Uh, well, I mean, like I have to, I have the AMC free ticket, so it don't matter. I'm just gonna go, like, I, not free ticket, but I have the AMC ticket thing. I get three free he tickets. Lose money if he doesn't go see the movie. I, literally, literally. So, is there just, nothing? Is there nothing else still to watch? I, I feel like I have. To, I feel like one of us has to break this. Oh man! I'm if I walk out, if I text movie, y'all, honestly, if I text oh, y'all crap. halfway through it, it, just I will. That's fine. Please do. Uh, in, in, I'll let you guys know. In a week, I'm in a week, I'm a. In a week, I'm going to be, you know, have a bunch of free time, do the, you know, in between mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. <coughs> Excuse yeah, me. I just, I'm probably just going to go down the Is No, actually, Stonecrest doesn't have AMC anymore. I, I'll probably just head down. They don't? To, oh, they don't. I, I think I'll just head to probably like North DeKalb or something like that. Matinee, catch me early and, and go in there and just see, see how, see, see how it goes. Because I just... Mm, bro. I I was so once I heard when the early screens people were like this, they, they pretty much said a bunch of things that seemed best de- just very different from that first trailer where they showed a bunch of the, the MCU things, farming MCU things, thinking, oh, you right. know, this is truly an MCU. Man, I went ahead and just spoiled uh, uh I just went right up on the, the post credit scene that there's two I did too, yeah. Oh, you did too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now now I've now I see what Sony is doing. I think it's foolish, but I'll let you. I, we'll talk about it when you see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see it. And, and I think I, I, have a, I know what they're trying to do. It's the same thing they've been trying to do years ago with the Andrew Garfield movies. Mm. And, they're, and they're just, man, I don't want to rant, man. We're, we're doing really good on time. <laughs> we're doing really good on time. Not going to rant today. Yeah, yeah another yeah. time. If, if it's that, man, if it's that bad, I, I'll just leave and, and, and go watch Batman again. I'll sneak in and go see Batman or. Uncharted or something, that, you know. I don't know. Oh, my, my Omar Epps got that new movie out, man. Yeah, I'll go see that. If, if it's that bad, I'll go oh, sneak into that. I'll that <laughs> day, man. That's I'll even sneak. better. Yeah, I'll go sneak into that, man. I'll do that, man. Support the black community. I'll sneak support into that. Community. Support. Oh, yeah. No, I'll go use another one of my tickets to support the black community. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, my bad. Whoops. That's hey, a slip. That's all. Yeah, hey, nah. It yeah. Happens. yeah, nah, y'all get it. Y'all know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, nah, man. Get up so, man. Let us know what y'all think about Moon Knight for sure. Let us know if y'all are enjoying it. We're really excited about it. Uh, definitely so far. Looks great. Oscar Isaac. What a guy. Um, I need to rewatch it today. Facts. I might rewatch it again. Just why not? Uh, but yeah, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Um, hope you catch up, caught up on all the episodes we've had recently. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a lot of, it'll be a lot of, by the time you hear this, your, uh, hopefully your notifications are on. So they're flooded with uh, right. podcast updates. But mm-hmm. uh, if not, man, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, man, like, share, comment, subscribe. Most importantly, enjoy. I've been talking nerds, but there's three of us. Peace. Bye. Pollen sucks. (laughs) Indeed.